you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Ever made pastrami at home? How about smoked salmon, slab of bacon, duck confit? It's easy to make all that and more right at home with Joule Sous Vide. Joule makes it easy to try cooking new recipes and cuts of meat at home because there's zero guesswork and food is never under or overcooked. To get yours, visit chefsteps.com slash jewel and use the code AROUND to get $15 off for a limited time. That's chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E, code AROUND. Jewel, perfect food every time. The Around the NFL podcast now drives on the left-hand side of the road. It's a Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined in a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. Wow. We did it. Well, this is our first live show ever here at the Curtain Club. Is it the Curtain Club? Curtain Club. Yeah, here in Shoreditch in London. We are overseas for the first... Listen, you know I'm scared to go overseas. I love my country, and I get nervous <laughs> leaving anywhere. Uh, but th- so far, it's been amazing here in England. It's exactly what I had hoped it would be, Mark. And I know this really was a homecoming for you. This is what this trip always was about, getting Mark back to England. How do you feel? Oh, listen, I mean, I've been here twice in the past couple of years, and I grew up for a couple of years in Surrey. I had no choice oh, in the matter. Okay. But it was, oh, it was a nice experience, if you've been there, perhaps. Hey, Surrey in the house! <laughs> I hey. heard it's like a super there posh, so it's like I don't, I don't bring it up too often. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Greg? How are you enjoying? I'm, I'm excited to hang out in Shoreditch. Apparently, this is like the trendiest part of town, and we figured, like, what better place to hold this collection <laughs> of yes. men than, than the trendiest part of town? Wes, what was the uh, tweet that we saw? Uh, which one, Dan? About, uh, something about braids and Oh, yeah. Lots of hipsters. They even have braided beards. Is that it's a re- thing? It's really tanking our common man ranking here. <laughs> I mean, true. we're from L.A., so that's... You see that. Yeah, that's and true. more. All right, so now that we've been in London, so we got in uh, Saturday. Uh, we left Saturday from L.A., got here Sunday. 
It was pretty hellacious, over 10, hour, the, 10 hours in the flight, and now we're just now starting to adjust. I think Wes slept about 14 hours. We were worried about Wes. Uh, we had plans last night, and Wes just went underground at about 3 Wes o'clock. Wes ghosted us in the most hideous fashion. I got one hour of sleep the first night and about 14 hours of sleep the second night. Yeah, uh, but he's here. So since we've been now in London for, what, almost 72 hours or something like that, like one big 50, t- but math was really not. Well, yeah, you're a bit off. I don't know. With all these people here, you throw this in my face. <laughs> I got a 39 and a state-mandated math test, but that doesn't make me a bad person, Greg. Just bad at math. Yeah, that's true. All right, what is uh, uh, something you've learned about mm. London and England since you've been here? Start with you, Mark. You know, I always knew about the double-decker buses, but I thought maybe it was something that there weren't that many of. It was, it was it, something of the past. Watching these things, I'm a terrible driver. Uh, I couldn't even drive a typical car without... I have known Mark for eight years, and he's gone so far out of his way to not drive that I've been in a car once with him in eight years. And we live in Los Angeles. not like, oh, we live in the East Village of Manhattan, so it's like, we never drive anyway, bro. And that no, one, that one everyone t- drives. Is that a shot at me? <laughs> that one time was driving Dan to his car dealership to pick up his car, so it was necessary. But these buses... I just imagined myself trying to take a right or left turn in one of these things. I would immediately dive right into a storefront and take out 40 to 50 shoppers. So I, I've already found out what career I wouldn't have in this town. Well, we've, if, we've often wondered uh, what it would take to get us to, like, the top of the, like, you know, Total Access is the quote-unquote flag show program of NFL Network. What would it take for us to get to the top of the news where we'd be in the A block, as they call facelifts. it? Facelifts. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, like, we've thought, like, if we, if we died, like, would we make the A block of no. Total Access? We're like, nah, probably the D block, like, the last 15 minutes. But if you drive, and I'm not saying we should do this, no. but if you took a double-decker bus on Thursday and plowed it into the equivalent of whatever Kmart is Without here, a license, yeah, that. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody, but maybe we get to the top Yeah, of I'd be TA. making a whole lot of different type of news shows if I did that. It wouldn't just be Total Access, so how about no? What about you, Wes? Stay with me here. I'm going to bring this around to a point, but <laughs> it's a longer show. 2018, <laughs> 2018 in America, you know, it's it's normal to look back and kind of wonder about the march of progress. If we really are progressing that much and coming to London, the architecture shows a beauty and a history. That the allow, history is rich. That allows us to say. In the, in the last 10,000 years since the agricultural revolution, we have accomplished things. Look at this beauty. You can walk by the Tower of London. It's 1,000 years old. And then look at the skyline as you're cruising down the River Thames. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then the other thing, the diversity. I, I believe that when people of different cultures come together, ideas are shared, talent is pulled, horizons are broadened, and... That's what London is to me, and, and I'm really happy to be here. It's a great city. moving here. That's, that's beautiful, Wes. I always thought, like, Wes was the guy most likely to turn into our Bono, and here we are. Wes keeps Who's Bono? me in these segments. Right. Yeah, what, once again, there's no way I can follow that up with right. some this is silly outrageous. little joke about London. We I need jokes, that, Greg. We, I do think uh, Mark and I are in on just moving here. Oh, yeah. uh, Wes, I, I think we could get him to do that. Dan is really... In a heartbeat. Okay, Wes is in. So really, we're just down to Dan. Because I think, I think we can sell this to the NFL. I don't, I don't like how this paints me either. It's like, come on, Dan, you scumbag. It's like, I like living in, in my country. I love it here too. Why can't I like it both? I, 
but we're more popular here. <laughs> they no like us that. here. All right. That's true. Was that what you've noticed about? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, overall, oh. I would say our listeners, if, we're going, Dan, if we're going to Cincinnati <laughs> or we're going to Houston or we're going to Green Bay or something for a game, like people aren't stopping us up on the way to the game and listening to the podcast. And no, that, we're, that happened we're like here reviled we're here. there. Right. So. Tumbleweeds rolling past us. If I actually, I went to school in Boston, but if I showed up in New England now, I would probably be killed within 30 seconds. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Any Jets fans here, by the way? I love you. Ouch. It's very, very sad. This is an audio podcast, by the way, but the Jets fan is a shame, so it well, raises yeah. one his like, hand. One hand, like, trembled up. A quiet, dark hand in the back of the room. That's, any Browns fans? Yeah. Come on, people. Pats fans? Get the f*** out. <laughs> oh, look, the loose cannon. What's up? Hey, hey, how's it going? She shot her hand up. Oh, Erica yeah. Tamposi, everybody. Hey! On the ones and twos. Ricky Hollywood. Ricky Tamposi, Hollywood. have you ever been happier than when you were spinning music before this show started? Literally, this is the highlight of my entire <laughs> life. Nobody was dancing. Everyone was just sitting patiently waiting for you guys. And Lakeisha and I were like bumping Usher from the 90s. But I'm having a ball. <laughs> there you go. She is Ricky Hollywood. Follow her on Twitter. Um, oh, what have I learned? Uh, apparently, according to my mentions on Twitter, uh, I did not correctly pronounce the major river that travels through the city. No. I thought it was the River Thames. Remember former Yankee Marcus Thames? Yes. There you go. Marcus, okay, Marcus Thames. <laughs> you the River take out Thames? The Marcus. Yeah. Is that what it is? Thames. I'm new to your land. <laughs> All right. Twickenham, too. Great show coming up today. The Twick. Great show coming up today. Uh, we're really excited to do it in front of our uh, biggest fans here in London. And uh, because this is such a special show, we're bringing back one of our all-time favorite segments. Go get my lunch! <laughs> and uh, we'll th it will be our props for the 2018 season. Uh, we'll go around the room. <laughs> really, really enjoying West just yell out, yelling out, <laughs> that's never happened. You, you guys brought that along. Hey, guys. Yes? I know you're, like, super excited because it's a live show. Yes. But, like, I still have to bleep everything you say. Oh, So you're, okay. you're making it a little difficult for me later. This is about us tonight, Erica. No, Thank it's you. not. <laughs> it's about me. There's also, literally, in the shadows, a shadowy leak figure here right now who's just Sweating probably bullets fire. In his natural <laughs> environment. Now, now, give it up for Mark Brady. He's been a big part of this, oh, getting yay! us over here. Love you, Mark. A tall Nordic white at the back of the room. You'll, you'll have no problem picking him out here. Uh, all right, so let's get to it. Uh, go get my lunch, and uh, Mark, get us going, baby. All right, I know everyone thinks that I come up with this kind of uh, proposition every time. Well, you are terrible at this game. I am awful. Yeah. I do vow revenge. But I have done some research, and this has happened... Uh, multiple times in NFL history. So this, is, mm. this isn't some fly-by-night, um, alien landing, half-baked scenario from the past. This is we'll how famously said the Super Bowl wouldn't be played one time. Right? <laughs> I think I might have been a few years too early on that Last one, year, kind of, <laughs> the one last year was even beyond the pale for you, Mark, where you said a full week of games would be postponed, which very, like, obviously hints at something terrible happening well, to the nation. It was like... Mark, what are you rooting for exactly? I also believe the Philly special is the play that is higher than anything else in Super Bowl history, and I feel like 
let's hear what this room has to say we, about we that. We may owe you a sandwich for that. So I'm already in a bad mood about this entire segment, but <laughs> this, I'm going to tone it down what you just mentioned, because I really okay. do believe this is going to happen. There's a lot of issues in the States. Um, some of them are natural. Some of them are man-made. We will find out. At least one NFL game will be relocated to another city this season. Okay. This has happened before. One game. Okay. Due to either inclement weather... And that doesn't mean uh, a, a light shower. That means something large. Um, a natural disaster type issue, also large. Or massive civic unrest. So but it's, it's like, what are you rooting for when you I throw not, these out? I just, Greg, you're the gambler. You don't always just <laughs> bet on what you root for. You're looking at probabilities, uh, which is not in play here necessarily. But I am trying to lure you into my trap. You used to famously like tell you know predict people would get torn ACLs. We talked to you off of that. This is like the next step because you're right. This has happened. I can think of some hurricanes yep. uh, that have moved teams, but like that's a terrible scenario when that. Greg, happens. the earth is filled with good well, and bad. I will. That's, that's I will. Not the I will take you up on on that though. I will okay. take your sandwich. Um, let me ask a question. So nothing criminal, you're saying. So it's. I mean, massive civic unrest feels like it would include some criminal activity, but that's only one of the so you options. Mean like protests. I mean, a, a massive civic unrest is, a, is an umbrella Okay, so that's a little comment. open-ended. Yeah. The, the, it is hurricane season in the States. Yes, it is. And that does tend to... <laughs> you're evil. You're literally the most evil I'm man I've saying. ever known. I'm <laughs> Yes, it is hurricane season. Listen, and if we're I want to win this time. It will destroy them all. <laughs> By the way, if I get this right, you'll never forget it. Mm. It's a daring I will, bet. again, I will vote for what will keep the most people safe and happy, and yeah. it'll be to go... Against you, I will not take you on that. Dan roots for America. Well, that's your point of view. <laughs> so you're saying there will be? I am saying that what? Yes, a game. I'm not okay, saying. Okay, I don't think there will be. I think. Right, I, I bet it's not yes. a, bet. a game will not be relocated. It's like snooze fest. It is. I'm saying <laughs> something's going down. All right, uh, Wes. Unlike the other side of this dais, I appreciate your duality well, and appreciate the, the good and badge merge into us. And there is no appreciation for light without dark. Thank you. So I get where you're coming from, and I agree there will be a game postponed, will, so I'm not taking it. Well, you will, you will be on the right side of history. Congratulations, Again. guys. Yeah. Everyone remembers that Jets-Lions game that was just like randomly played in another city. Another historical accuracy. Jets-Bills Jets in Bills. Detroit. Yes. All right, Wes, you're up. I want to see a house divided here. I'm going to reel easy. in either Mark or Dan with this one. Okay. Baker Mayfield. Wins more Rookie of the Month awards than Sam Darnold. You son of a <laughs> b <laughs> All right, so how many... I'm bad at math, as we know, but September, October... Well, Darnold's going to get at least one four. more month to work with. Yes, he will. Uh, so there are four to go around, and you have to win more, so that means... Okay, one, two... All right. <laughs> Baker Mayfield has to win <laughs> one. I mean, there's only four months, so... Not too many awards up for grabs here. I'm saying Darnold's not winning any. How mm. dare you? Mm. I know. And you... It'll be next year when they win the Super Bowl behind him. Okay. I like that. Hey, 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 hey. I appreciate that. I, I like the sound, though. It means it's empty. At least bring Mark a beer yeah. if you're getting up. Please. All right. So you're saying that... All right. Say it one more time. Baker Mayfield will win more Rookie of the Month awards than Sam Darnold. Okay. I take you on that. I take you on it. Yeah, Let's you, go. You don't have a choice on that Greg's one. Greg's taking it. Game. He's a gambler. 
I don't know. I, I picked Baker Mayfield, not that it means anything in our little preseason predict, predictions on NFL.com, to win Rookie of the Year because I do think when he comes in, he's going to be a baller. So I am not going to take you up on Whoa! that. Whoa! Well, you wanted the house divided. That is awful. <laughs> That's, it sounds bad in our studio in Los Angeles. <laughs> Me it so is, phony. It is horrifying here. Uh, <laughs> I will not take you up because Baker Mayfield's going to get in there around week four or five, I believe, if not earlier, and he's going to get it done. Mm. House divided, achieved. Okay, that's a victory. Eric, does anybody have any comments on onions over there? If you want big onions, you've got to get big onion plant. That's fair. That's true. All right, Greg? All right, we've, we've talked a lot about Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith, I feel like, throughout the season. So I'm going to hearken back to something we did a few years ago where it was really just a challenge between two players and an independent council will decide which player had the better season. But in this case, we're going to have three of our listeners just chosen at random be the independent council. Let's try to pick a white male if we could. Just, just for that, I'll get Kathleen up here. I know you're back there, Kathleen, somewhere. Uh, my, my choice here is that Alex Smith will have a better season in Washington than Kirk Cousins has uh, uh, in Minnesota. Oh, what? what is this? A, oh, you get booed off the stage, <laughs> what is this, a cousin, this is a Cousins Corner? Nine Boo minutes into man. our live show. Boo. This whole room is Cousins like, Corner. how dare you go after America's sweetheart, Kirk Cousins? Like, they're... Guess we got a lot of Vikings fans. Michigan State crowd. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I am with you on this. I think that Kirk Cousins, I think we touched on this a little bit last week. I think he's in a sneaky, very tough spot here. Uh, he is, he signed the, yes, he signed the, a huge contract. He's a guy that's always been, you know, right on the right side of the Dalton line, Dalton scale, but not a stud by any means, in my opinion. And now he has to go and fulfill expectations on a team that is looking to get over the hump. So there's a lot of pressure. It's a bad offensive line. And it might take time for Kirk Cousins. It might be till 2019 where he's the guy that they need him to be. And that's why I think Alex Smith, who is steady as they come, I believe he is the guy. So I will not take you on that. Hold on here. I have this over the hump business. I mean, Kirk Cousins has joined an offense that is loaded at every skill position player. Thank you. I believe Kirk Cousins is going to have the better season. I don't even remember where that puts me in this proposition, but I'm going on the Cousins side. <laughs> you are taking him up. You're taking me I'm up. taking you up. You're giving me a sandwich. I'm Kirk Cousins, one. whose numbers compare favorably to Aaron Rodgers over the last three years, is going to one of the best quarterback situations in the NFL. He's leaving Washington where his top three running backs got injured, his entire offensive line got injured, his Pro Bowl tight end got injured. His wide receivers got injured. And now he's going to a loaded backfield, the best wide receiver core in the NFL. And John DeFilippo is his offensive coordinator. This is easy. Kirk Mm. Cousins is going to be the choice. New coordinator, but think all of that that he had in Washington, all those injuries, they're gone. He's got a great play caller in Jay Gruden. He's got a great offensive line. That's mostly why I'm picking it is because I think that situation with all the players around him, Jordan Reed, your boy, Adrian Peterson, just going to make him look good. He's going to have to pass it beyond eight yards at some point for you to win this bang, Greg. <laughs> I am uh, so predictable. I, I need to choose the three uh, people. Who, who do we want to go with? I like 
this guy because he's a Packers fan, so he's gonna go against uh, all Kirk guys Cousins. on we're my side. We're gonna get your name. How about just the three, <laughs> the three gentlemen right here? You clearly were here early. Uh, so um, among the biggest dorks in the entire crowd. Uh, and we so, love you for it. So you three will be, we'll get your names after, and you'll decide after the season. Interesting decision, You'll also be Greg, staying at like Greg's it. house throughout the season, so <laughs> get your passports ready. Walla Walla is a big onion. Uh, giant sweet Spanish onions are good. Uh, and a red Zeppelin is a big uh, red onion. I love that guy. Guy's into it. Chris Wessling, pay attention. Wedding season is upon us. And when you're bringing a date, you want to look fresh. That's where theblacktux.com comes in. It lets you rent awesome suits and tuxedos in all styles online. With the Black Tux, you can take your style to the next level in funky, cool options like the Emerald Shawl Tuxedo and blow it out for your big one-time event. Well, we hope it's one time, Chris. And with free home try-on, you can feel the quality and see the fit months before your event. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. If anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a replacement right away. Ooh, that's good. Wear it, turn heads, then send it back three days later. It's that easy. Shipping is even free both ways. Get $20 off your purchase. Visit theblacktux.com slash around. That's theblacktux.com. Dot com slash around for $20 off your purchase. The Black Tux premium rental suits and tuxedos delivered. Uh, meanwhile, on the throne of sleaze. Mm, come on. <laughs> ah. All right. Here we go. I only brought the ease. <laughs> that is such a loose cannon move. All right. Here we go. Um, you know, I, I failed on gradual decline, my prediction. So I'm out of the... Tom Brady is going to get old business, although he is going to get old eventually, right? That just <laughs> makes sense. But I do see some cracks in the veneer uh, of the Patriots dynasty. Um, I, Greg, I famously uh, Instagrammed on Super Bowl Sunday, as you recall. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anything. Greg's past been on like Instagram for like a week, so. <laughs> uh, no, that that game. Greg Super Rosenthal, Bowl. NFL. Check it out. <laughs> Super Bowl uh, 52, their, their loss to the Eagles, was the end of the Patriot dynasty. I honestly, okay. I believe it, and that's why this will be the first year things, the you crack show. Right, it's hard to keep years. track of the times that you said that. By the way, that. you Instagrammed that, but you didn't tweet that. that the New like a good tweet, England but. Patriots will not have a first-round playoff bye for the first time since 2009. Don't use the onion drop for that one. I mean, if you said didn't make the Playoffs. Listen, literally every year for eight years, they've had a bye. So I'm saying this will be the year they don't. And it's not a loaded AFC. So I, I'm not saying it's an onion hanger, but I'm saying okay. I stand by it and I believe in it. Well, I, I'll, I have to take you up on that. I, have, I never pick against the Patriots. 17 weeks usually uh, every season, uh, or 20, I guess. Many, or 19. I'm bad at math. Yeah. Yes, you are. So I'm taking you up. That's easy. That is gross. Go ahead, Mark. Unrewarding. Um, I, you know, that will be fine. That will be absolutely fine from you. See, you now you're seeing me, the dynamic. People next to her, can you pull her away from that, that technology? The dynamic between Mark and really all of our producers is on shining display right now. It's, uh, you know, we come up with multiple ones of these in case there's some, we, we surprise each other with some crossover territory. And I actually had one that said, sorry, Tamposi but the New England Patriots will miss the playoffs for the first mm. time since 2008. So I hubba, obviously hubba. believe that you are right. Mm. I will not take you, you up. You think they're going to miss the playoffs? I wrote it right here on the 
love you, man. You notice these um, onions are sitting on top of the ground. <laughs> All right, let's do another round. Mark? All right, can I uh, get in on this one? Oh, well, yeah, that would make some sense. We still got to have Wes answer. Oh, I, I just figured you would take me up on it. Of course, the AFC East. <laughs> East. You carry that water up and down the hill, Wes. Look at that division. It's like tiptoeing through the park. I know, and yet they will struggle. This is the worst I've ever seen the AFC East. Hmm. The Patriots are going to roll. This is easy. Patriots get a bye. See, I knew. Yeah. That one was... I've got funny. my concerns. You could have saved the So do, would you call it then, Wes, almost like an onion hanger by me? I would call this like taking candy from a baby. Today I'm going to show you a little bit of our growing huge onions. This farmer needs to talk less and farm more. <laughs> All right, Mark. Uh, one more. Go ahead. One more total? Maybe. Okay, here we go. Week three, Browns we'll versus Jets. An obvious territory for Dan and I. Gangrene will hop out to at least a 10-point lead. The Thursday night football talking heads will crow over Sam Darnold while the Browns look like a sitting duck on prime time. Same old story. Dan and Mark will go silent on our podcast group text thread. Greg and Wes follow suit, knowing this game could fracture the group for a thousand generations. <laughs> All is looking good for the plucky one-in-one Jets until Baker Mayfield enters the game. Dealing with at least a 10-point deficit and time ticking away, Mayfield battles through some ups and downs to baffle the Jets' defense and route to a rousing comeback that serves as the opening chapter in a rivalry that sees Darnold and Baker going punch for punch in some of the biggest AFC showdowns in conference history while the Patriots begin a 14-year streak of missing the playoffs. Not only do I love this prop, I, I, it, even by your standards, it is the most hyper-specific. <laughs> right. Proposition. You talk I've about taking candy from before. a baby. I lost focus halfway through because so many ridiculous things had already happened. I figured it all feels let's, let's do the checklist. So uh, the Browns have to fall behind exactly 10 points. By at least 10 points. By at least 10 points. Yep. And then win. Their, wait, their quarterback, who right now is not the starter, um, uh, their number one pick quarterback, Baker Mayfield, has to enter the game yes. and be the man that's on the field when they have the comeback win. Yes. All that stuff about the future of the Jets and Browns, I love it all, but it yes. doesn't have anything to do with this prop. No. And then it closes with the Patriots also have to then miss the playoffs. No, right? that's just a like a little. Now, that's you, just a little poetic. You said it. Well, then then we'll then we'll, then the bet will need to go 14 years. I hope maybe uh, you try like these onions. Richardson. You like them? They're real sweet onions. I mean, you're donating three sandwiches regardless. So I'll, <laughs> I, I'll take. You I will take you it. up on it. Okay. I've seen this happen. Thank you. You, you just oh, outlined the Brett Favre story. He came in, took over for Don Mikowski. Yep, magic man. Late, late comeback, and since that happened, the Cincinnati Bengals have not won a playoff game. Hear that, fellas? In yeah, like yeah but did anyone years. predict that ahead of time? Mark could. <laughs> I was like uh, 19 uh, when that happened. You paint a pretty picture, but this is too specific. I'm going to take it. Okay. All right, Wes, you're up. The leader in interception passes thrown this year will be a member of the 2017 draft class. All right, who are we working with here? Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Mitch Trubisky. If you want to delve deeper, Deshaun Kaiser? Well, how about Nathan Peterman? That would be a horrific result for well, the Green Bay Packers. You know about Aaron Rodgers' clavicle. Was Peterman a rookie last year? He was, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But he won't be in the lineup long. He threw five league. picks in one game, so he only needs to be in there for like four games. 
Yeah, he'll be benched by mid-September, most likely. So he's not going to win any interception title, if that's what it's called. Mm. Uh, you've got to be good enough to lead the league in interceptions. You, do, you have to be young. You have to be a, or Eli a hot shot. Or, or be Eli. Eli. Stay in the lineup. You, yeah, you have to be yeah, a young hotshot or a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Right, Greg? I'm just saying. He's led the league in interceptions. <laughs> That's Justin Tuck's MVP. Uh, all right. So what do you guys think? I, as you mentioned, am a man of probability. And I think... As He's an addict. As, <laughs> take the field, Greg. It's your move. You're going to use uh, it. As possible, it is... You know, you did pick a group of players who you could see almost any one of those, maybe except Deshaun Watson... Lead the league in oh, interceptions. No, you could see Deshaun. Maybe you could see him too, but I have to take the field when it when it presents myself. It's a heavy favorite. I figured that was happening. That's a great one. I really like that one, Wes. Uh, I will also take the field, uh, but I would not be surprised at all. But I will not take you up on. Trubisky that. was throwing about one a day in training camp. You're onto something. I'll take the field. I think this is your Aaron Rodgers throws like 35 picks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Greg, you're up. I agree with that, too. The Packers fan in the front, very upset. Uh, I'm going to keep this one simple. How about the London Jaguars will not make the playoffs? Ooh. And a hush falls over the city. I'll take you up. The AFC, to me, feels somewhat half-baked, and they 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 still have a great defense and some issues at quarterback. I'll take it, too, because same reason the AFC is trash, and... I can, you know, I'm, I'm ready for Cody Kessler to lead this team to the playoffs. Mm, that's, that's what I'm kind of counting on. How did the, how did the Jaguars not, not make a hard push for Teddy Bridgewater? I don't understand that. Fragile psyche. They really, maybe that's it. They had to protect Blake. And by the way, like getting behind a quarterback named Blake in the first place. I mean, but I, I, I think that they are very vulnerable. If, he, if things really detonate with Bortles, I just don't, again, in a weak conference, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to win 10 games or 11 and make the playoffs. So. I, want, I just am amazed and want to like recreate a live audience every time so that we get live audience Chris Wessling, because this one is delightful. Just like whispering <laughs> little things. Fragile psyche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's done awesome. with you yet, Greg. Uh, all right, Greg, you're up. I just did it. Oh, you, okay, my turn. Here we go. Uh, That's an impact. Everybody loves... In this room, all of a sudden, it's a little bit weird. Everybody's all like, I love the Bengals. Oh, they're so fun. I'm, I'm having an about I love well, Bengals everyone opponent. in this room. Cincinnati's having a moment right now. Well, maybe. Cincinnati has never had a moment. Now, but I'm saying you have been talking positively about the Bengals for the first time since I've known you. Both of you guys also have said positive things. So let's put your uh, money where your mouth is. Your sandwiches where your mouth is. A Bengals trifecta. I'm going to give you four different things and three of them have to happen okay Andy Dalton 3,800 yards passing AJ Green 1,100 yards receiving John Ross remember that guy at least five touchdowns Mm. and the Bengals over nine and a half wins three of those put your money where your mouth is sandwich time what was John Ross five TDs at least five TDs so if we take you up on that, we believe that three of those four will happen. Yes. You're saying they will not. Uh, I'll take you up on that. I think Roth is maybe the toughest one of that group. 3,800 is a little much for the old 
red rifle, but in today's NFL, that's basically <laughs> that's basically an average year. And the other two, I do believe, and I think AJ Green, that's a gimme for him. And the Bengals, I put them at ten wins. I prefer Dan's nickname for Dalton, the glowing ginger man. <laughs> Isn't so, it a shame that Andy Dalton never like a real nickname never stuck with the guy? He looks like that. So were you, were you agreeing with Dan or disagreeing with him? I, I'm confused by the way it was phrased, but I'm saying three of those four things will happen. So I you take me saying, up on the challenge, yes. Sure. So you're saying three of the four will not happen. Yeah. I noticed you didn't say playoff win. No. No. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not crazy. I know. <laughs> it's been since the 80s. <laughs> wow. I, you know, it's a game where people hit each other. Someone's going to get injured. I'm going to say that's not going to happen. Mm. I agree with you. All right. You guys remember when Andy Dalton got really offended because J.J. Watt like yes. made a little comment about him after the game? He did. He said he lacked class or something. Come on, let's calm down, Andy. <laughs> I all will, right. If you care, <laughs> if you care, I will take you up too. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. There is a there is a trend of these two guys down at the end getting dropped out of the end of these uh, betting rounds. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Little speed round. One last one, and we go quick. Here is this we go. the onion? If it's an onion, I let's hope it is. If you want big onions, you got to get on big onion plant. This one is a little in-house one. Okay. Neither Greg, Wes, or Dan will win the Lock It Up Challenge. Last year, Dan and I tied. There will be no tie this time. That was fluky. Mm. There's another way to say that, but yeah. <laughs> well, Tam Posey might win it. You never know. She... I'm going to take you up on that, and I'm locking it up! <laughs> Yeah, I think we're all taking you up on that. Yeah. It's a pretty headstrong group. I didn't think anyone was going to agree that I would walk Oh, man, it's good. Um, all right, uh, go ahead, Greg, or Wes. All right, this is my onion hanger. Adrian Peterson rushes for more yards than any 33-year-old running back in NFL history. I'll take you on that. Well, I want to know what that number is. I don't care. I believe it's your, I believe it's your boy, Frank Gore. 1,025 or thereabouts. I'll You're take you. Exactly age 33? Yeah, does Not, it have to, has be, to be age 3. It can't be John Riggins, age 34. Uh, can't be Curtis Martin or weird. anybody else. Exactly. It's kind of weird, Greg, but it's purely or, to reel you 33. in. 33 or over, that would have definitely Step into in. my web, Greg. Well, it's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a little bit, let's be fair, Wes. That's, you could have done the, given us the research and I mean, given us the number. So it's a little <laughs> unfair. <laughs> you put us on a spot here. He's saying, if it is Frank Gore. Frank I'll, Gore, 1,025 yards. Oh, he outdid Franco Harris, who had 1,007 That was yards. a season which you pretty much belittled Frank Gore throughout and said anyone could do that. You wouldn't Somebody has to be the voice of reason when you, when you build up this, this compiler as right a Hall of Famer. Uncomfortable, Dan. The inconvenient Help truth. Me. I wish you had said... Uh, Frank Gore will get more yards than... It's about to be an inconvenience. This is the speed round, guys. Of course round, I'm guys. taking you up. I'm taking you up, of course. Uh, yes, and I have taken you on that. Greg. All right, my final one is that Eli... Oh, Mark. Were you in? You guys are getting a first-hand look at my entire life here. Um, I will take you up. I don't even remember what the question is anymore. Adrian Peterson got to move. will have the most yards for a 33 He will year. not. Okay. Greg. Uh, mine will be that Eli Manning will not be the Giants' starting quarterback by week 17. Ooh. <laughs> that is not an onion hanger. Uh, well, we were told that the last round might be the last of ours, so that I threw mine out a little early. But I think that's an onion hanger, <laughs> considering the last coach who tried to do that got fired. I hope maybe uh, you try these onions, you'll like them. They're real sweet onions. Shut up, old man. <laughs> There's no, no, Eli's, 
every season he's ever played, except for when McAdoo fired him, uh, he has uh, or benched him. He has played every game. Never missed but the, the game. Giants, and he never got enough credit for that, especially from certain people up on the stage right now. He's going to stay healthy. He, who's on the bench behind him that's going to take the job this year? Kyle, Kyle L. Okay. <laughs> I'll give him credit, Dan. He has been healthy enough to play bad football much longer than he should have. <laughs> I'm surprised Greg came up with this question because any good boss knows that especially when you, in your first year, you don't go and make the exact same mistake that the last boss made on a very public New York media front. No. Well, I was not a good boss. That's why I'm the old boss. (laughs) You're pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to take you up on this one because it's going to happen. Wish casting. Uh, Last one, Jimmy Graham, less than 700 yards receiving. Simple. I don't buy into Graham as a guy that's going to have juice. I know that uh, he looked old last year, and as much as people get excited every time a promising tight end signs with the Packers, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to ever come together, and I think Graham is the next guy on that list. I will take you on this one. I will take you on this, too. I've changed my, oh. I've changed my mind on Jimmy Graham this offseason. I was down on that signing, but they don't have great receivers and everything we've heard about Graham there has been good. And I kind of forgot that Aaron Rodgers can make anyone awesome, and Jimmy Graham's pretty good. I also suck at math, but I think that's like 48 yards a game or something. Um, I like where you're going, though, because the Jimmy Graham hype in 2018 uh, just simply annoys me internally. But I'll take you up just because that's the only way I win any of these. That's the smart way to play the game. All right, there you go. There's our go-get-my-lunch wagers for 2018. We'll see how it all plays out. And now a word from our sponsor on Thursday night. Football will make its long-anticipated return. That means bragging rights and huge cash prizes are up for grabs at DraftKings.com, the leader in one-week fantasy sports. For the season opener, DraftKings is hosting a fantasy football contest that is $10 to enter and has a $1 million top prize. Austin Powers ref for a limited time only if you sign up with code around NFL today DraftKings will give you a free entry with your first deposit single game showdown is the newest way to play all you have to do is draft six players from Thursday's game stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition that means you could win one million dollars while watching the season opener and don't worry there are two and a half million dollars in total prizes which means thousands of winners download the app or go to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code around NFL to sign up and make your first deposit when you do DraftKings. We'll give you a free shot at $1 million this Thursday. That's code around NFL at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now we move on to a very special ad read, Mark Sessler. All right. Yes. Thank you, Dan. Let's pause for a second to recognize the life work of Betty Zhang, the 1700s-era futurist whose ideas still resonate 500 years later. Born in Vienna in 1506, Betty Zhang was the daughter of a Russian Orthodox mother and a father from Shanghai who paid the bills toiling as a short-order cook at a bacon and eggs joint. At night, Betty's father would get hammered on discount beer and tell the family things like, I don't trust nine out of ten animals. And... (laughs) I invented wood. (laughs) Three months later, Ottoman Empire warlords ransacked Vienna and took out Betty's parental units before stealing 50 eggs and 22 pounds of uncooked bacon. Just 16 years old, Betty Zhang was left orphaned and penniless, but this didn't stop her from penning a killer novel that left readers beguiled. 
Zhang's 750-page epic titled I Dream in Red doubled as a chilling piece of science fiction while establishing her as one of, the Aust one of Austria's first known futurist thinkers. Within its pages, Zhang deftly predicts the importance of steam power, cites the rise of French and Russian symbolism as a late 19th century art movement, and not so subtly devotes a chapter to the brief but powerful reign of UNLV's college basketball program <laughs> under the helm of coach Jerry Tarkanian. Tark! <laughs> Betty Zhang's career took a strange turn from there. By age 20, she was tugged under by the allure of absinthe in Vienna's raucous nightclub scene, quitting writing altogether after her failed 20,000-word poem on the false notion of utopias and anti-utopias sold 12 copies. At age 21, Zhang denounced eggs as a food item and took an overly expensive cab ride from Vienna to Moscow, where she threw away her adulthood operating as a barfly in various Russian whiskey bars and houses of the night. She never wrote another word. Sign up for Mr. Flame's high school <laughs> economics class today at www.flameclass.com. Mr. F. Team of ATN Talk, hit it! All right, so if you're in attendance today, you probably listened to our show last week where we made our nominations for the team of the Around the NFL, and if you're not aware what that is... They were wretched. Uh, best, best episode ever. Uh, if you're not aware, it's the one team that we pick and follow as a group, we root for as a group, and we generally shower with praise, or when necessary, derision. We need to be honest if it goes sideways... But we opened the season all behind the team because we believe in them. And uh, last year was the Rams, and that went pretty well. Uh, last week, we had nominations. Mark, you nominated the Saints. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Greg and I uh, nominated their rival, the Falcons. And Wes, and I'm still trying to figure this out, the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> we got Ravens fans in the house? Ravens Nest! There we go. That was for you. All right. It didn't go well. It did not go well. West was all fired up. And, and as I said, this is kind of the team of West TL, as we know. That's some b It's about me. <laughs> <laughs> so once the writing was on the wall there, the Saints weren't going to happen. The Falcons weren't going to happen. And no one wants to root for the Ravens. I mean, let's be honest. We, that's a fair point. We, Even Ravens fans don't. No, that's a fair point. Well, it's, it must be unanimous, and it will not be unanimous. It's a smart rat bird. Uh, we decided we need to come up with a new one, and it was very, very good timing because uh, a couple days later, the Chicago Bears made a major move, as we know, uh, acquiring Khalil Mack, one of the very best defensive players in the league uh, from the absolute insane Oakland Raiders. Or maybe not, I don't know. 
uh, for two first-round picks. So now Mac joins a very promising Bears team. So an official nomination, uh, never been done before, a secondary nomination of the Bears. Is, th is this our team of ATL? Speak now or forever hold your wow. peace. I hear a lot of, I think... Team of ATL! This well played. Literally, she is in my life 24 hours a day doing this. <laughs> Bunch of Vikings fans booing that selection, I believe. Or, or maybe we have some, some Bears fans here? Yeah. All right, well, All right. here's Run. the thing. I'm sorry if it's you're Jim a, a Vikings fan, because I screwed you two seasons ago when, when they were 5-0, and and I won that nomination, and then they went off a cliff. We can't go back there. And you went off a cliff, too, as I recall. Well, because I was oft criticized <laughs> for what, was, what something All everyone agreed head. to. None of us cared. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But I'll tell you what. The Bears are the closest thing in my book that we're going to get to um, a team that could go be a surprise, get to the playoffs maybe. People talked about them a couple months ago in a loaded NFC or totally bad. It's exciting to me because of the vast contrast in possibilities. And they're the closest thing we're going to get to the Browns ever being the team of ATL too. So I could throw my support behind this. Because right. it's CB. Yeah, that's well. That's well said. I didn't consider that aspect of it, but you have added another. Team of I'll be speaking with now, you. Now, you guys, you. Yes, I will. This is a fun thing because that's Mark actually mad right now. No, I'm. No, like it's I not like oh, this is no. show business. No. Oh, Erica, how dare you? You don't. No, you don't mad. need to be mad when you've already Team devised. I've already devised my revenge, and it will be rich. And many layered. Wes, your thoughts? Uh, about 99 years ago, a bunch of men met in the Hupmobile showroom to, to start the NFL. Two franchises are left from that original one, and the Bears are one. So history's on their side. They have a lot of things I love. They've got Nagy and Trubisky with the little Nagy. bit of Sean McVay, Jared Goff, perhaps magic coming to turn it all around. They're the monsters of the Midway. They have a very strong tradition of great defenses and great defensive players. You bring in Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack. They play in the Midwest in a grass stadium without, That's important. without ridiculous blazing sunshine that you see in California and Florida in like September and October. This is perfect fall weather to get you in the mood for Midwest football. Is this weather-related, this No, because to Wes's point, you can't go six weeks hating Game Pass because of the sunlight on their field, like Tampa Bay, it's who crazy. will never be the team of Football's Football's meant you. to be played in the autumn, not in, like, 99-degree humidity in July, which is what California and Florida look All like right, in guys. September. All right, guys. Weather. I get so, it. yes, I'm in on the Bears! <laughs> Greg? I, I could, like, my head can see this going wrong quickly because we have no idea if Mitchell Trubisky is a good quarterback. I can see the tweets around week three just saying Ooh. another curse of the around the NFL team. And don't like, be scared, Greg. But my head, <laughs> I also don't really care about the Bears this year, but they're inoffensive. And Perfect they, Greg answer. They, hey, who cares? I like about seven <laughs> different teams. They're not one of them. But I am excited to watch them, which is it. That is the first time that's happened for a Bears team in about 10 years. I am looking forward to seeing them because they're a mystery and they're different. We have no idea what's coming. And to me, those are good characteristics. I just like West coming at Greg 100 miles an hour. This is how all, we do. all great points by you guys. I'm in on them. I love the, sh the city of Chicago, and I, I think that that city and those fans have been waiting a long time for the Bears to be interesting. They made the Super Bowl in what, 2005? Even that team wasn't interesting. No. Now, how about a real interesting team in one of the great American cities? So, yes, 
Let's put the rubber stamp. The Bears are the team of ATN for 2018. All right. Like, you guys like, I don't care. Hey, put the breaking news drop off. This is breaking news. Oh, one more thing. That's good. We're good. All right. One other thing. Since we brought up Khalil Mack and the trade, um, the Bears got a lot richer. The Raiders got a lot poorer. And we, you know, we have a lot of very famous... Raiders fans that are friends of the podcast, Ice Cube, the rapper, he came on the show, we friend, talked Raiders. Friend might be a stretch. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> he was in the studio, so that's close enough. He's not returning my text. But another Raiders, <laughs> another Raiders fan uh, that we've known for some time, and in fact, when she came into the studio, she was wearing a Khalil Mack jersey. Mm. She was also, her eyes were bloodshot, and she was a little wobbly at the time. Uh, I don't know honest, what that was, so was about. Ice Cube's. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Let's hear. We reached out to Lil Debbie to find out her thoughts about the Khalil Mack trade from the Raiders. What's up around the NFL family? Can I just say that it's been a really sad past couple days for me and Raider Nation with this trade? I mean, Khalil Mack was our best player on defense. And honestly, he was our defense. Now he's gone. So what now? Do we go back to the old Raiders? I mean, was it that they didn't want to pay him? You guys know more than me. Why they trade him? <laughs> oh, Lil Debbie. This is well. my fa That was my favorite. This has been a great show, but that was my favorite <laughs> moment. Just imagining Little Debbie reading out the typed piece of paper in front of her. Well, there, hold on, there Greg. There is no way she was not reading. Hold that. on, Greg, because I texted her manager to get that, but she sent an, a second three-and-a-half-minute-long sound clip digging into Oakland's 4-3 front and Arden Key and all this other stuff. So I, just, I like to keep the more 30-second sound bite here, but I got the rest. There is so much about everything here that's improbable. Lil Debbie giving her opinion on the Cleo Mac trade may be the most improbable thing it. we've ever done. I love done. it. Uh, check out Lil Debbie. Um, she's a hell of a rapper. Yeah, we've had two. She's the better of the two. All right, here we go. Uh, moving on. Final four predictions, all right, boys? Mm. Two teams in the AFC, two teams in the NFC. Who's playing in, for the right to play in the Super Bowl, and who wins the whole thing? Mark Sessler. I forgot we were doing this, but um, on the fly, <laughs> so I'm did going I. to uh, go I'm with the predictions that I picked on not NFL Network. They didn't care, but NFL.com did ask <laughs> for my opinion. NFL.com's Mark Sessler? Yes, and always will be the truth. Um, so... Can I go backwards from the Super Bowl? That's, that seems anticlimactic. How about we're going to go the, in the NFC, the Falcons and Saints mm. in an excellent Greg-ish NFC championship. I love that. The Falcons will prevail. In the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers will... Now, this does not please me because one of my favorite games from last season was when Jacksonville took it to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Mm. You guys remember I threw that pillow across the room in the newsroom. <laughs> Another angry Sessler moment. Nearly hit a woman in the head. Um, but I think the Pittsburgh, after so many years of getting close, and I've already predicted total doom for the Patriots, they will deal with Jacksonville correctly this time, get into the Super Bowl, it will be Atlanta-Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh will er, lose to the Falcons, and Big Ben will retire. He's out. Finally. You predicted well, I last predicted year that, that he would retire. I predicted that four or five times, but... Uh, Let's go with the pick at least. All right, I'll let me jump in there because we're we're very similar. I've already predicted earlier that I think the Patriots are ready to crumble. 
Deal with it, Patriots fans. And you, loose cannon. Uh, so I do not think they'll make the AFC title game. And I like I like the Steelers a lot. I really do um, think uh, that they are going to get over uh, the hump this year. Uh, and I'd like the Jaguars, too, making it there. So I like Steelers, Jaguars, Steelers getting through. I also Wait, have the Falcons. I didn't do this segment, or you didn't do You're just, you're just going to copy what I've done so far. I have <laughs> the Falcons against the Rams, though. I really like the Rams this year. But there's something really fun about uh, Atlanta, and it's why I had my original nomination of the Falcons of the team of ATN. It's almost a story. If it's not the Jets, and where's that Jets fan again? Is he still sad? He left. <laughs> yeah, he's crying. Uh, if, he it's not, if it's not going to be the Jets, I want to spell redemption, D-I-R-T-Y, dirty. The Dirty mm. Birds win the Super Bowl in Atlanta. That is my prediction, which will be wrong, but it's fun. <laughs> I, I would root for that, if only because with all the you know, acts in Atlanta, like there's a lot of potential for Greg like oh, yeah. rap section you know, throughout know. Super Bowl weeks. And the more We're we going to end the show with a 45-minute Greg loves rap section. <laughs> I love the Falcons, too. It, it really worries me that we're all on the same page there because that never works out. But I want to see them do well. I don't want to see them heartbroken. I think they're complete. I think their young defense is really exciting. But I do think they're going to lose in the NFC Championship game to the Packers, who... I think had the biggest addition in the offseason of Mike Pettin. Replacing Dom Capers with him is like replacing Donald Trump with whoever our next president is going to wow. be. Like, I was like, is he going to nail this analogy? And he did it. Uh, so I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but Aaron Rodgers is just ready to show the rest of the NFL why he's one of the most talented players uh, in league history. I think he's going to beat the Chargers in the Super Bowl because that would just be a beautiful story to see the Los Angeles Chargers who basically don't have uh, a home team win home field advantage in the AFC playoffs, take out the Patriots uh, in the AFC championship game. A game I could live with because it would take the pressure off covering another Patriots Super Bowl and at least it would be the Chargers. They will, they will cut up to the booth where they show Mike Pettin in the Super Bowl moment and Dom Capers' hair will be floating next to him, <laughs> just sitting there in the atmosphere. And it'll, it'll all be worth it for that moment. One more heartbreak for the Chargers, but at least they get to the big game. Mark, I'll have to finally knock the Chargers off the top of the pain rankings if that happens. Yeah, I mean, the, what they've been through, <laughs> and what, apparently what they're about to go through is just heart, heartbreaking to me. So, Well, I agree with everything Greg said about the Packers. I have them in the Super Bowl beating, not the Falcons, but their NFC North rival, the Vikings. Going through the dome to get back to the Super Bowl. There you go with weather again. <laughs> Nobody likes domes. Uh, AFC, you'd be a fool not to pick the Patriots. They're there every year. Tom Brady's there. Bill Belichick's there. Gronk's there. They're going to be back. And I tried to find a team that maybe they haven't faced yet, but they've beaten the Chargers on the way to the Super Bowl. They've beaten the Steelers. They've beaten the Ravens. They've beaten the Jaguars. I think it's the Are they not going to play in the AFC title game? They're just going to be like, <laughs> just, all right, go yeah. ahead, Bill. Let's, let's take the team that actually puts a scare into Patriots fans. The quarterback that puts a scare into Patriots fans. Going. Joe Flacco and the Ravens. He's right. Ravens are frightening. Ooh, are we back in the Ravens' nest? I don't know. The Patriots win, of course. They'll be in the Super Bowl. And then Aaron Rodgers will win. Yes. There we go. <laughs> all right, there you go. There are predictions. Uh, did I get you, Mark? Yes, I, I followed my answer. <laughs> Thank you. It was so memorable. 
Hey, you may or may not have heard, but Lowe's is the new home of Craftsman, which means that at Lowe's you'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics tools, tool storage, and more in store and online, ready to help tackle projects throughout your home. If one of those projects happens to be in a really tight space to get to, then you definitely need to check out the 122th Ratchet. It has a three-degree arc swing, you guys. Don't you know what that does? We didn't either, but we do now. A three-degree arc swing means you can loosen or tighten bolts with less movement in those hard-to-reach spots. Shop the new home of Craftsman today at Lowe's.com slash around. That's Lowe's.com slash around. Cool, right? Lowe's. All right, so let's, <laughs> let's wrap things up here uh, with questions from the audience. Anything you want to ask the heroes? Now is the time we have. And do, don't we have a special? Uh, we do. We now, have her with a microphone. We need a, a mic person. I feel like Chris should introduce her. Is there a paramour in the house? Woo! Is Jetleg Jackson here? I'm here. Over here. Hi. She's right off the plane, literally to this Just to this place. Just a few hours. We were, we were talking about Lakeisha Jackson, of course, the paramour. We uh, were talking about Jetlag Jackson. It's just one of the great names. And I, oh, I just yeah, I think it's it. something to lean into. How are you, Lakeisha? Pushing through. This is great. I love it. <laughs> you guys All right. Have been awesome. We're going to do a QA. There's a gentleman, this guy over here. I know I'm Make putting you to work here. He, had, he shot up his hand first, and we're going to get to a bunch of questions. So if you have any, let us know. All right. First up, who are you, sir? Uh, Tim. Hello. Who's Hello, your everyone. team? Uh, Chargers, actually. So hopefully, this is the year that. Pain won't be there. But How did you become a Chargers <laughs> fan from here? Uh, I was actually born in LA, and okay. when I went back when I was younger, Ladanian Tomlinson was killing it, and that was the first time I watched football. And I was like, "Yeah, this is a good team." I thought the answer <laughs> would be I was drugged, but that was. Yeah. That was good <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, they just seem to get there and stumble, and I've been with them ever since. All right, what do you got? So actually. Uh, Chris, you said that this was a surreal moment listening to Little Debbie on there. I have a very, this to me is a surreal moment because. For us too. This is our first yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of years ago, I think it was a couple of years ago, you mentioned something happening, Dan, in the desert with Spice Rack. And I remember <laughs> that you cut it off quickly and you were like, oh, we just put it to one side. And I thought to myself <laughs> then, if I ever get the chance in a bar Ooh. to ask you what happened <laughs> oh, yeah. in yeah. the desert yeah. with Spice Rack, this what is would perfect. happen? So what happened in Vegas with Spice Rack? Well, it's a well-worn cliche that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Poor answer. Boo! <laughs> I, <laughs> I am among friends. I love you guys. Um, the, the, the funny thing, and this is the true story, honestly. I'd love to tell you something horrible happened in, in Vegas and there was some crime that was covered up or me and Spice Rack were fighting in the middle of like a pool atop a, a major casino. But the truth is is that it was a, a perfectly cordial weekend with Spice Rack. He actually, me and like four of my buddies from high school went to Vegas, he hooked us up, we went up onto the, the deck of the pool, we, we hung out and, and I think we had free drinks, it was great. And then uh, left on great terms and then when he came on the podcast two weeks later, he was furious with me. <laughs> and I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out what, what was going on in his mind and I think Wes, and Wes you know the Spice Rack, that's how he entered our world, uh, that he's just a bit of a wild card. And I just, that's what I marked it off to. But I honestly can tell you there was not an incident in the desert. I kind of wish there was. I would I'd say to you, keep digging. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if I buy this. I've put my favorite super sleuth on the case, mm. and he's been unable to unearth anything. And it's because 
Spice Rack's a great guy, but he's a weird dude. I, as, as his new best friend, Greg Rosenthal, can attest. We, we have been getting along quite a bit lately. I just texted him while you were talking what happened in <laughs> Vegas with Dan, and he responded. He's good about things were said, life was lived, a gentleman would never say. Wow. Thank you for coming through, Spice Rack. That's, that's Spice Rack's greatest contribution to this podcast. <laughs> Maybe something did happen. Who else cheers, got a guys, question? Cheers. Thanks for uh, listening. Who's up next? Okay, sir, it's the Packers fan in the front row. Your name, sir? My name's Dan. De nice name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Um, I think this is going to be a good year for defenses. Which defenses are you guys excited about watching? Hmm. Now the Bears. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for picking them for the team of ATL. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah. also, your Packers, I agree with Greg, and I bet Mark agrees, too, that Petten was a great hire. Well, they've already talked about the players loving him. I mean, Pettin was not a perfect head coach in a bad situation, but there was never a question about whether a, a lot of his players enjoyed playing for him. Some of the Jets stuff went a little sideways, but he's a guy well-liked, and I think it's a desperately needed change from Dom Capers. I would say same division, though. This is obvious, but when you look at that Vikings roster, there is not a weak spot right now. That's why I love this idea the, that they're, they're going to tumble somehow out of, out of existence this year. Please. Yeah, two of the teams that we just talked about as final four teams but their defenses don't get talked about i love what atlanta's done like building up it really reminds me of what happened in seattle where you have the same players and they're stay in the system and they're just fast they have an identity i think grady jackson's one of the most underrated players in the league Deion jones is great and then the chargers are kind of slept on even though they have joey bosa and melvin ingram up front and they're good everywhere th th those are two that was a grady jackson slip the old 380 say? pounder run stuff grady jarrett right that's right. There's a, a high ceiling, high floor with the Texans. If everything clicks, and now they got Watt, Clowney, uh, Honey Badger back there. If everything clicks, that whole team is so hard to figure out. But there is a scenario where they kick ass on defense, and that would be fun to watch. I had a theory this week that British fans, really based on almost nothing, seem to enjoy defense more than in the States. That in the States, it's like... A high-scoring game is the games everyone's like. Like, is this theory correct at all? It's Just because make Greg nobody agreed. Is it because nobody scores in <laughs> soccer? <laughs> <laughs> or it takes four days to score in cricket? <laughs> Who's got another question? West London's a great wedding venue. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ooh, the West, Lakeisha. I think that's Lakeisha, do you hear that? Maybe a London wedding? Yes or no? That's what uh, Chandler did in Friends. I think Keisha's got, got her heart set on Tybee. We could do it, you know, the NFL could send us I don't here. feel like Wes is going to base his uh, wedding off of Friends, Dan. Just we got a Friends fan in the house? Who's that? I don't know. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> I liked it, too. I Who's guess. up? Yeah. yeah, hey, buddy. Uh, someone has to have this question. Completely. What's Nike. your name? Luke. Luke, what's up? Uh, obviously, Nike dropped the Colin Kaepernick advert yesterday. How do you think that's going to affect the NFL going into the season? And as a boring part of it. Can you name a better backup quarterback than Colin Kaepernick in the mm. league right now? Wes, why don't you start there? <laughs> <laughs> the, the better backup one is, is difficult. It's funny because as we were coming down the stairs here, I saw some notice that the NFL was going to release a statement about Kaepernick, which I was very curious uh, to hear. I, I think in terms of like how it's going to move forward, it's all about the collusion case, but I think there is some sort of understanding or better understanding among the league ownership that came after the recent anthem policy that the pushback on that 
was maybe not what they were looking for. They were looking to get it out of the news, and I think they're starting to understand that maybe letting people have their voices and letting people, whether it's Colin Kaepernick or anyone else, speak uh, is in their interest, and I'm hopeful. I think it's been hanging over this season. It's only two days away. The NFL and the NFLPA are trying to get together to figure this out, and I'm hopeful they're going to basically let the players do what they want. And I think it would be, it'll be a black eye for the league if Eric Reed is not in it this year. And at this point, I've almost given up hope on Kaepernick. But it would be a great thing if some team did step up because he deserves to be in the league. I agree with that. The one thing that I, I look at that statement, and it talks about Colin Kaepernick putting this cause that is so misunderstood by big chunks of people in America, putting this cause before his own well-being and his own reputation and everything else and it has become something where you know Wes you you just mentioned the hall they met in when they formed the NFL this is going to be imbued and interwoven in NFL history the same way because mm -hmm. our society is changing and anyone that wants to shut down the players from sharing issues that need to be shared in America but all over the place uh, that does not work anymore and so I'm squarely in his corner as what as to what he what he is supporting and the people that get angry about that are the people that want to conflate that issue into something else completely. Wes? I admire Colin Kaepernick's courage, and um, I'm behind his movement, everything he stands for, and I never thought he was a good quarterback. I still don't think he's a good quarterback. And if you want backups, Teddy Bridgewater, Josh McCown, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, we can keep going. He's not a good quarterback. I want a quarterback who can avoid pressure and not just throw to one side of the field, but throw to both sides of the field, who can throw with touch, which he's never been able to do, who can read the field, uh, who doesn't, is not a third down sack waiting to happen, who doesn't need his own system catered to him in order to succeed. So in my opinion, he's better than a lot of third-string quarterbacks. He's not better than a lot of backup quarterbacks. All right, what else? Who else got one? Keish. Hi, I'm James. James, who you root I, for? I'm a deeply scarred Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. It's good I the really year. thought last year was the year, and I blame myself. Yeah. <laughs> you I, shouldn't think have, I shouldn't have bought it. That, when, the, when the play happened, of course, Stefan Diggs, the Minneapolis miracle, for most teams, even for your Patriots, once upon a time with the snow, the snow game, that's the game, and then you get over the hump and you win the yeah. Super Bowl. There's only a few teams, and as a Jets fan, I, I can embrace you and understand, physically embrace you, meet me after the show, yeah. um, <laughs> yes. and understand, like, only a Vikings fan's thinking to himself, only us. Like, we have one of the most famous plays in playoff history, and then we crap the bed the next week. So I get the frustration, but good, to luck, good luck to you yeah, next year. You. What do you got? Well, well uh, my question's for Mark. As a well-known resident of the Corner of Sadness, um, I <laughs> was factory. wondering... I was wondering what the criteria to join the corner was, because I've been very sad as a well, Vikings fan. I would tell you it's not an alluring place to be. Um, <laughs> I totally get the concept of blaming yourself when these things happen. It's like, it must be all of this is just some sort of computer simulation, and this keeps happening, and it's got to be my fault. Something is wrong in my personal life. Um, it's all about me in the wrong way. No, you're uh, right. Yeah, it might be right. Um, I, I invite you to join, but I really wish for the Vikings especially that uh, something happy would happen for you and for all of them to prevent that because it, you don't want to spend the next two years on that factory of sadness, corner of sadness front. Yeah, the Eagles 
were, and I don't know how the Eagles fans are going to handle this uh, <laughs> success. I'm a little nervous about it. But I will say that it's always a better ending to a season for me when a fan base that suffers for a long time does finally get that win. It's always a lot of fun to see the reaction and, and that catharsis. And I hope the, if, the, if it's the Vikings time, I mean, if it's not the Jets time, I hope it's the Vikings time. Thank you very much. Good luck. <laughs> All right, what else? we got a couple time for a couple more. Sorry, I'm making my way. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I think Wes wanted a bubbly colored drink. If you I've never, <laughs> true story, I've never turned down a free beer. Definitely <laughs> the first around the NFL podcast that someone came up to us and handed us beer. So. Do you have any LaCroix by any chance? <laughs> no, do no. not respond to that. Okay. okay. Thank you, though. All right, what do we got? Hi, guys. Hi. Um, my name's John. I'm a Cardinals fan. Um, Hi, John. You're the one. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Um, I feel like you guys are really good at talking about every team. Um, throughout the weeks, but there's one team who we haven't really got a lot of news on recently. I'm looking at you, Dan. Um, I want to know what's going on with the Greybeards. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, there you are, the Greybeards. Yes, the Greybeards are my fake uh, team of um, unemployed veterans. Um, my superstar and the man that I put on the press guide this year was Adrian Peterson, and he was taken from me. Turncoat. Yeah, but uh, the state of the Greybeards, people always ask questions, and you guys, you probably might have been the people, uh, some of you might have done this. On Twitter, when a member of the Greybeards, and I put the roster out on the first week of April, when he signs, uh, one of these players sign, the first reaction is, oh, now what are you going to do? You look, No, 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 I don't lose them. Once you're a Greybeard, you're a Greybeard forever, and that's the way it is. So there's the status of the Greybeard. What was your question exactly? <laughs> <laughs> Soliloquy. It was, yeah, I mean, I was looking for a soliloquy. I was looking to see whether maybe preview. there were some of the cuts, which maybe... Oh, oh, who could do. end up Some team from building versus exactly. just sitting in the front who, office like, running the, how the, are, the Pelicans. Let's, let's spin Brandon this Marshall forward will be on your bit. team like, by October. Like, who are the... Let's spin it forward and really yeah. play this world out. Like, who are the Greybeards competing against this year? How is their season <laughs> structured? The Washington Generals. Where are they? Well, Brandon Marshall, who else... Who are some big-name veterans that have been cut? Because they're always welcome. Damn, this is your team. I... <laughs> You guys handle the news. I don't know, like who Paxton Lynch. He could, he could come on board. He's a little young for the Greybeards, but we're always looking to scout. We always we give the veterans a home. So God uh, God loves the Greybeards, and so do I. What else? <laughs> Two more questions. Two more. Hi, uh, I'm Chris. I was a Jags fan as well. Um, there you go. Hi, Chris. I was just wondering if you'd heard since you're in the country from Gary Barnage. <laughs> Gary Barnage. <laughs> that man's mega. Uh, have not heard from Gary, and which is weird because obviously he lives here in England. In fact, Gary, Gary Bonge. He's still holding out. I've always wanted to do this. All these Englishmen. Does he nail uh, the British accent? We're here among... It's not terrible, right? See, I get... It's a mixed reaction. From I get killed. Yeah, it's mixed. I get killed. Actually, I, speaking of uh, English people, I do get sometimes angry tweets like, don't you dare ever use our language like that, mate. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm just trying to have fun. It's a football podcast. Block them. Yeah, uh, yeah, so there you go. I don't know Gary Barnage. I'd like to meet him. I'd like to meet him one day, but he did uh, record a message for us once because everyone, all our uh, listeners, started tweeting at him about an English accent. You have to wonder, that had to be f 
fucking confusing. Yeah, he, it was a slightly dismissive message that I believe NFL Network strong-armed into, and he left the network very quickly after and went home. There in the you car. go. He hasn't played since. He has not. Uh, one more question. What do we got? Go into the back. Evening, guys. Hey. Hello. Hey. What's happening? What jersey is that? It's a crimsicle Josh Freeman jersey. Oh, <laughs> oh, beautiful. That, that is amazing. Yeah. Do you just like throw things <laughs> 10 feet over people's heads while you wear it? Oh, you're the one that didn't like our Bucks Sunshine comment. <laughs> There's so many ugly things about that jersey. <laughs> like, where do we start? Nice me. <laughs> All right, what do you got, man? Well, I just want to give you a go get my lunch because it's likely that you're going to get lunch from me is it from each other. Uh, <laughs> I reckon that Ryan Fitzpatrick will end the season with a highest with a higher quarterback rating than Jameis Winston. Well, I know Greg's going to take you up on that one. Yeah, I mean, how are we going to get these sandwiches? <laughs> well, come back next year, and I will literally give you them sandwiches. Ryan, I, we would like to come back next year. We want to come here every year and do this again because this has been a lot of fun. I, I think it's more likely that Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't make it to week Four would it be, and that he gets benched for Ryan Griffin in those three weeks, than, than it would that he have a higher one than Jameis. Who do they have? The Eagles, Steelers, and Saints the first three games? It's rough. You might Eagles, be Steelers, about halfway Patriots. through that week three game and think, like, let's just pull the ripcord here. Yeah, but passer rating's also a little bit fluky. Let's say he they ran the ball a bunch, uh, and he got out of there with an okay rating after three weeks, and then Winston maybe a fluky okay rating, then Winston goes to the rigors of the rest of the season and gets nipped by like 0.4% of a point. Is that even a real thing? Uh, I, I'll take you up just because I want the sandwich. Yeah, Look, I wa let's make it Nando's. I'm kind of yeah. into that. Okay, I'm off for Nando's. Like I'm off for Nando's. Nando's. <laughs> um, just to contextualize also, the, the best Ryan Fitzpatrick season ever, as uh, any Jet, the sad Jet fan, as anyone sobbing on the anyone floor. Anyone listening to this podcast yeah, knows. 88, I think his 88.7 was his pass rating in the Fitzmagic 2015 season, which is pretty good but not great. That is the ceiling for him, and I just don't see that happen. Do we buy into Dirk Cutter, by the way, saying that uh, he doesn't necessarily uh, get the job back? You don't. Uh, you, didn't James have to finish, you didn't have to finish the sentence after. Do we buy into Dirk Cutter? <laughs> I can't believe Dirk has a job. I can't believe you know Ryan Fitzpatrick's quarterback rating in 2015. It's pretty that, amazing. It's very sad when the 2015 Jet season gives you warm and warm fuzzy feelings when they collapse in Week 17 against the Bills. Dan one, math zero. Yeah, nailed it. Nice. All right. Can I uh, weigh in you. on this one? What's that? Can I weigh in on this one? I love I you too. I want the sandwiches. Sometimes it's best not to think too deeply. It's Jameis a Winston's a much better quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick. There you go. And that's coming from someone who doesn't appreciate Jameis Winston that much. Go get me my chicken. Yeah. Get my chicken. <laughs> Nando's. All right. Thank you for your questions, everybody. Uh, before, and if you did ask a question, um, Charlie... Uh, a wonderful woman who helped us uh, set up earlier today. She'll be right over there by the speaker, and she'll give you a free Around the NFL uh, podcast T-shirt. So thank you for helping us with the show. Uh, but before we, before we go, and thank you again, everybody. It's been a lot of fun. We've been um, really lucky uh, to have the UK, UK following. Um, it's not something that we ever could have anticipated that the podcast would take over on this side of the pond. and we're I just wish our own country liked us this much. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, we, we're really appreciative of you guys, and it's, it was a, a dream. We, if you've been listening to the pod for many years, you know that we had our On to London campaign where I don't even know where this stuff comes from, but we asked you guys to send postcards 
with, I believe, a penny and send it to Roger Goodell in New York. And a lot of you guys did do that, and um, that didn't work. Uh, and uh, last year, we, it almost happened, uh, but it didn't happen, and it turned out to be a blessing because uh, Chris was sick at the time, and if he would have, uh, if we would have been sent to London, Wes would not have been able to join us. So it was just how, how things work out. It's amazing that the four of us are on the stage together with you tonight. And um, before we go, I just want to bring Lakeisha onto the stage because if Lakeisha uh, wasn't around, uh, I don't know if Wes is around right now. So we love her and we want her to come up here too. You're the real MVP, Keisha. I look bad, I didn't hug her. <laughs> all right, thank you. How are you not crying, Lakeisha? Come on. <laughs> because I'm crying already. <laughs> all right, we love that girl. Thank you to everybody for coming out. We have a, a after party uh, that we'll tell you about uh, after uh, we sign off here, so stick around. Uh, thank you for attending the first ever Around the NFL podcast live show thank from you. London. <laughs> this is Dan Hansa signing off for The Quiet Storm. The mailman. The old boss. And the loose cannon behind the ones and twos. Till Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.